0: Star Trek is owned by CBS Studios, Inc. Look again at that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love, everyone you know, everyone you ever heard of. Every human being who ever was, lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering. Thousands of confident religions, ideologies and economic doctrines, every hunter and forager, every hero and coward, every creator and destroyer of civilization, every king and peasant, every young couple in love, every mother and father, hopeful child, inventor and explorer, every teacher of morals, every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species live there on a moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. Imagination will often carry us to worlds that never were, but without it we go nowhere. Somewhere something incredible is waiting to be known. These are the voyages of the USS Pegasus. So on the second day, you there is a uh, shipwide announcement that's like uh, all non-essential crew members to assemble at Bay Five.
1: Are we essential or non-essential?
2: Not at the time. <laughs> We're, okay. What? We're not to essential. Which, to which part of that was that? Not at this time. <laughs> <laughs> to being essential, or not essential. You are not
0: essential at this time.
1: We're not oh, okay. Essential.
2: Okay. <laughs> Are we essential or not essential
0: no. Although I'll <laughs> leave it up to um, I will leave it up to Yannick if he feels he is essential or not essential if the captain's off the ship at that time.
3: If the captain is off the ship, um, do I know? Yes. So you said this comes in over. Station wide intercom or non essential? Non essential. And it said all essential personnel for the Pegasus. Sorry, non essential.
0: Okay, so then you would not go.
3: Uh, I would say we're
1: We're, we're command level personnel. Shall show up, I assume. I'm going.
2: Who's non essential? I'll go as well. What?
1: Uh, The GM said we're not essential.
2: Oh, I thought we were essential. essential. It's it's... ship can't fly without its pilot.
0: You're not flying though. That's what it's saying. Yeah. Not it's not your non essential ever.
1: It's for right now, for what's currently going on.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> not never essential.
0: <laughs> but for Yannick, he's number one. Oh, so oh. I'm leaving it <laughs> to him with the
3: captain Sorry. Then, <clears throat> then yes, of course, yes, yes. I will I will uh hit my calm thing and uh contact um uh, Lieutenant Thatcher, Lieutenant Tuan, and Commander Hunt, and inform that them that I will meet them on
4: the on the bridge. Or... Roger that, number
2: one. At All the right. deck um, of the Hunt stops Pegasus.
1: Yeah, you can't call him that. You're not oh. the captain.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. you don't call me number one. I'm trying XO. to think back He's if they ever did.
1: If it
0: only ever was Picard.
2: No, it was only Picard.
1: I think it was just Picard.
2: Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, if... No, Q did it. I don't think. Okay, so. Okay, but think Q
1: it is a different hurt. thing entirely. It might but have happened. But I don't know
2: if that's actually a once, faux pas.
3: But
0: you know what I mean? Like it. I don't know if that's against regs or if it's yeah, just yeah. they didn't. Not do by it.
3: other
2: crew for sure. No, it's his number it's one. Against... But it's it's the captain's it's against number one regulation. regulation.
3: As opposed to yeah, as it's the first it's not officer. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm I'm. Quite sure a crew member, right. crew a member would not call another. Aura making a bid
1: for captain.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Roger that, Exo. All
2: right. So He's dropping Hunt these little hits. playing around with yeah. the um, the con panel and pew pew shooting fake Romulans, and <laughs> heads on down to where? Where we going? Bay five,
0: on the station.
2: Yep. Okay.
1: Yeah, Kel will head over as well.
0: And you can see that there's about... 500 people. Several ships
2: going to the bay.
1: Oh.
0: Wait, what,
2: there's several ships? Or just Mm -hmm. 500 people?
0: No,
1: there's there's about... people from various ships. Yeah, there's
0: about five ships in in the bay. Like in in dock. Yep, Like Federation ones.
1: So yeah, I, I will head there, but I will stick with anybody I see that I know as opposed to just being randomly lost in a crowd of strangers.
2: Is he gonna make your roll odds or evens? No no to
1: see if I'm lost in a crowd of strangers. You can I you don't can start so. to
0: see um as you go through the the you sort of going in through the large double doors, it's quite a large bay. Looks like it's a storage bay for gear, which at the moment is largely empty. And at the far end It's slightly raised, and the five captains are there, and they're in dress uniform, and all the personnel are forming up into their their ship contingencies. Basically,
2: is it obvious where the Pegasus crew is?
0: Yeah, yeah, you can recognise like um, although you're wearing Starfleet uniforms, you've been around enough of them, and you know there's about a hundred and forty. I think is your
2: full complement.
0: I've got to check, okay. but it's not a massive crew. Um, do we have the
2: children and no stuff on board? Or no, is, is...
0: <laughs> no, you do not. Galaxy okay. classes do, or at least some. I don't know if all. Um, not quite sure still why that was a thing, uh, but no, you're your, the the NX was much much smaller in its. Uh, its size. You're you're a very focused vessel. There's there's no room for extra personnel like like <clears throat> that. So
2: okay. So Hunt will head over to the Pegasus crew and probably um, make his way to the front of the crew.
1: Yep, Kel's with the Pegasus crew as well.
2: Oh, Kell. Hello.
1: Yes. Hello. How's your arm? Much better, thank you.
2: Very good. I wonder what this is about. Oh, maybe we're ready to launch. Oh.
1: Maybe. I
4: I don't know. I think. Oh, where uh, did you come from?
2: Crikey. <laughs> Aurora.
4: Or, aura comes up behind you and uh, kind of pokes his head in between the two of you.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Interesting. And <he's> like, <laughs> introduction. <laughs>
4: The, there's lots of people here from different ships. Yes. You wouldn't would they all be here just to see our ship launch? Well, there's I don't also think that, the, that special. The
1: captains of all the ships are up there, so
2: yeah, maybe something's going on.
1: Maybe. And
2: then uh, Yannick steps in and
3: um, says hello to everyone, and then says, uh, "Lieutenant Tuan, your arm as well. I take it."
2: Uh, yes, thank you. Excellent. Do you know what's going on
3: here? Excellent. The captain didn't uh, see fit to inform me, but I... Well, I do not want to actually take a guess. <laughs> it's ill-advised at the best of times. However, given the presence of uniformed Starfleet command-level personnel, I would suggest that this might be
2: a christening of the Pegasus. Ah, don't christenings usually involve the ships going it's best not to, to make guesses however as afterwards
4: <laughs> smashing S-
3: this ship has already been christened back 210 years ago
4: you gotta <laughs> smash a, a bottle on the, the hull
1: a bottle of what?
4: I don't think it matters.
3: That is the traditional means of doing it. However, this is not an official christening per se, as the ship was already uh, subject to that ceremony. Um, this is a relaunch.
1: Ah.
2: I've never been to Perhaps a christening. Perhaps the
3: myself, formalities uh, in such an event are different. I have never. Been to one before, so
2: cannot say. All right.
1: Well, I guess we'll find Hutt's out. Sort
2: of standing in detention at the front of the crew.
0: And you've noticed the others are they're lining up neatly, like in a, like a proper Starfleet assembly. They're not. They're not all just standing around.
1: <laughs> and we're all trying to get her. in. The, we're all
2: trying to get in the photo. So is our crew doing not, the same? Not For the most their part, head yeah.
1: between the two people in front of them. I mean,
0: you've you've, you've been through Starfleet Academy. You're familiar with this this, this sort of.
1: I imagine like, we are following whatever you know, the usually protocol. Usually, you would is.
2: have like you know a sergeant out front going, oh, and he oh, is. There's a great maggots.
0: big Endorian down the front and he's standing at the base of it's not a dais but for want of a better word and you think the longest serving captain walks up which is a Vulcan so he's got seniority and they talk briefly and then the Andorian turns around he's like yells out assembly attention and the rows come to attention
2: Hunt's already standing at attention anyway so
1: Well any of us who Weren't are now
2: And when everyone
0: is Then he's like at ease And he turns around and Has a brief conversation With the Vulcan And then Andorian Moves over to the side And the Vulcan Moves forward And he says, Starfleet is not about glory or heroics, but we are not above rec- recommendation and we're not above recognising those of our people who go above and beyond what is required. Recently, one of our number, while personally injured, continued the mission while also administering medical care to those around her.
2: Oh, Hunt's looking at Kel.
0: Kel Tuan, step forward.
1: Who's looking... <laughs> who's looking very uncomfortable oh, that's she you. will step forward <sighs> oh, yes I am aware thank you Aura <laughs> and she will step forward
0: and you get to the front and the five captains including yours is there he luckily walks over and hands the Vulcan a wooden frame And he, in typical Vulcan fashion, says your actions were satisfactory. Thank you. Well done, Lieutenant. And he hands you the commendation.
1: Which Emily is downloading now Yes uh, And she will She will take it And uh, Thank him again
0: And you get one of the um, Renown points um, they, they add oh, up uh, to, no, I think no, I got the that. name wrong I'll check but yeah They add up over time
2: <laughs> It's like reputation Someone sees you Oh you're Lieutenant Kell. Oh, you're the kill. Oh, wow. Ugh,
1: darn it. Uh, yeah, she she will return to everyone else as soon as possible.
0: And then they talk for a while about the, the various missions in the Shackleton Expanse, what you're there for. Most of it you, you already know. And at the end of the hour, you are dismissed a lot of people you don't know come up to you and they don't really talk to you but they're like hey congratulations and well done and all that sort of stuff
1: <laughs> and she'll thank them all go the long-range comms dangerous
2: missions those <laughs> hunts like <laughs> walks up yes <laughs> shakes well oh.
1: That's not. That's not no. the mission they were talking about. <laughs> I don't believe, but
2: that is correct. Th- no,
1: Zary's four. Got it I all completely was... wrong. So I think. <laughs> 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 well, wow. <laughs> uh, nobody else was injured on that one. So um, the
2: check. no, only you were.
1: That does not apply. Yeah, yeah, which is why she is pointing out, if he brings this up, that that would not apply to the thing saying that continued I'd like to believe. medical care to others.
2: Anyway, Hunt's shaking Kel's hand.
1: You'd like to believe. Yes, they, they didn't say, oh.
0: every now and again we will appreciate it when you stick it to the Orions.
1: <coughs> <coughs>
2: Kel, <Kel-tua, laughs> step forward. <laughs> Maybe they were like, You know, these long range (laughs) comms checks, Kimmy
1: Every once in a while Some people go out on a routine comms check And manage to burn their arms In this case (laughs) (laughs) You get a certificate
0: And the captain finds you And he's got a big smile on his face And he's like, well done, Kel Thank you And he hands over A Sealed letter and he's like, the approval came through. You are oh. officially Chief Medical Officer. Approval? The sick bay is yours.
1: Oh. Oh, well, thank you, Captain.
0: Mr. Yannick, we are close to being ready and we have a mission. Assemble the crew. We will get underway as soon as possible.
3: Excellent, Captain. All right. Okay, so I turn to uh, Hunt, Thatcher, and Tua, <laughs> and say, well, repeat those orders. I'm assuming if they were there, they probably heard, but the captain has asked us to report
1: to the bridge. Uh, yes, I will do so. Thank you, Exo.
2: Well, with your leave, Exo, I'll head to the bridge. I suppose we're all sort of heading off together then. I'm just gonna, for <laughs> yes. to everyone to leave individually Yeah,
3: I'm assuming we're walking <laughs> yes. and talking Yeah, I mean, you're wait, in, wait, you're in clusters you're of gone. groups five Moving towards range. whichever,
0: yeah. you know And you can see through the, the group Condor's yeah. over, leaning against one of the big panels He he looks at Kel and he smiles and nods
2: And... Who's Condor? <laughs> <She'll
1: smile laughs> you now.
2: ask that every game
1: He's the... You did this last time! You did this last time! He's the Klingon who you annoyed by asking if you could, like, mess with the ship.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, He's
3: the captain of the nightmare.
1: I think you didn't actually... I think you had the potential to annoy him, but you rolled well.
0: C-O-N dash, like apostrophe D-O-R. Or D-U-R, sorry. D-U-R. Condor.
1: Um... He's in People of the Galaxy.
2: I'm just writing a note.
0: (laughs) And Yannick's number one in the science division, who's another Vulcan, Alorna, Lieutenant Alorna, notices and she looks at the captain and she says, Did everybody on the station know except us? And Lockley pauses for a moment and, yes, and walks off. (laughs) Oh, And she raises one eyebrow in the Vulcan way So there is reputation points Both for the ship and individuals And these lead towards um, Things
1: Oh darn it, I better not get any more Or I might be promoted Yes, that's what it
0: leads to, things like
2: that
1: No (laughs) Yes, Yes.
2: get as many as you can, Emily No Rolling around in your bed on them and becoming the leader of the captain you'll be the captain of the pegasus no
1: i i will not be the captain
2: bathing in commendations
1: cole's gonna start acting reckless to lose reputation
4: i think that's uh, what you would do not what your character would do
1: yeah we'll see oh
2: yeah maybe your character is striving for that extra promotion
1: Definitely not. Like, can a
2: chief medical officer be captain of a ship?
1: No, too busy being.
0: Yeah. So yeah, no. So there. No. What would I happen is her. by that <laughs> point she would be promoted out of chief of sick bay, and there'd be a new chief medical officer. Although having having a med uh, depends on the ship, um, but she'd have to go through officer like she's gone through officer training. So she would have also done the Kobayashi Maru test. Yeah. So it's it's the field that has changed, but all the base training you you she's actually done the same combat training as you have. Like for up to up to the the basic concept of like you know Starfleet um, Starship combat, personal combat. You might have spend extra training or extra time depending on to specialize in something but there is a base level that you get you don't have anyone in there that's like I don't understand anything about space combat that's an officer
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you can certainly specialize more I mean a lot of the time captains come from com and science it seems but it, it would not be unheard of there is medical ships Starfleet does there yeah. is one in your re- your region the Yorktown.
4: Is a medical frigate So I know, I know what the Kobarashi Maru is But for people who uh, are maybe oh. not as adept at <laughs> If they're
1: listening to a Star Trek podcast I'm sure they know what it is
4: How about if you're on a Star Trek podcast And don't remember
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> you're asking I thought you were about to explain <laughs> I believe Chris is asking Oh, uh, he wants for to know summary. what it is
4: Is that correct? Yeah uh, no, it's for people oh. who don't know.
1: He wants to know, but he doesn't want to know. He, do- he doesn't want people to know he doesn't know.
4: OK,
0: the Kobayashi Maru is yeah. an unwinnable <laughs> engagement. It's part of Starfleet's Academy's exactly. uh, test. It's designed to uh. see how a captain is going to react in a situation that gets out of control. A merchant vessel has drifted into Klingon space, into the neutral zone. The test is, Do they? Do, does the ship follow? And if they do, they realize it's a trap. There is no merchant ship. It's just a bunch of Klingon warships that will outmatch and destroy the ship. And what it's looking to do is to see how the captain trainee is going to react and also to show them that while we're trying to teach you everything that we can for what's out there, you know, you've got to be careful and there are some situations that are unwinnable, and you've got to be prepared and and get this sort of stuff uh, sort of in in your head. And that you can't just be you almost. Well, actually, you can't be Kirk, who was the only person ever to beat the Kobayashi Maru test, and he cheated.
1: Yes,
0: he didn't well, outthink he didn't it.
2: Cheat. He rewrote the well, program,
1: reprogramming it so that you so that can, can win would be considered cheating by some.
2: No, not Hunt. Hunt totally agrees.
1: not Hunt. What if, Adam, what if your students rewrote the exams you gave them so that they were all questions they knew the answers to?
2: if they had the knowledge to be able to do that, two thumbs up to them.
4: They also probably wouldn't (laughs) need to cheat in the first place.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say, yeah, if, if I gave an exam... Um, online, where you know st- every student failed, and one student went, Okay, I'm just gonna write the rewrite the code behind the scenes so I get 100%. That guy gets a HD,
0: As and everyone else fails. Lieutenant Savage said, okay.
2: You cheated.
0: I reworked the parameters of the test, I made <laughs> it that it could be won. And we will be doing it on the channel with Kieran who will be doing oh. the Captain Trainee course. Oh, So yeah, he's nice. like, he was like, you're fucking kidding me. And I'm like, nope. And he went, Kobe, Kobe Maru," And I went, <laughs> yep. <laughs> we've, we've all yeah, already
1: exactly, done it, right? though. Technically, so. you've all done <laughs> it. So he
0: just looked at me and he's like, I'm yeah. going to be playing the Unwinnable Test. Yep.
1: <laughs> yep, you are, Kirit.
0: There's an adventure.
2: With personnel. Nice. With Is he allowed to we? rewrite the code? It's a trap.
4: Yep. Right, and I I did remember it as soon as you started explaining. Of course.
1: (laughs)
2: Uh, Uh, Alright, so once Hunt gets to the bridge, um, he'll go and sit at the comms. Not the comms, the con... (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I'm doing a (laughs) short-range comms check. (laughs)
1: He's excited. (laughs) We're going on the comms check again. Again! they're like no (laughs) he's become convinced every mission you have to call it a comms check
2: and
0: you've been impressed by the amount of work that's actually got done in the two weeks roughly well a little bit over two weeks because you took the lot longer route home that has been done in that time and the work that the Klingons put in has been obvious they had done a lot of the grunt work without complaint and that allowed anyone of a technical nature to not have to do some of the basic things that needed to get done but they also showed an aptitude for field repair which is something Starfleet isn't as quite as good at. Starfleet is very technical and they do rely on their star bases for repairs a bit. Not that they don't repair in the field, if you get damaged you have to. But there was a a level of just ingenuity that the Klingons were were showing when it came to if you don't have access to a full starbase sort of repair structure, this is how you Mm. can sort of get around some stuff. And they've helped a lot in speeding up getting the ship ready. And it looks decent. Like both exterior now, it doesn't look... um, It's not repainted, but it got a good scrubbing and it looks like that the work has been a 24-hour cycle. There's been teams, especially with the Klingons and possibly some of the other ships with their off-duty personnel. They've rostered some of them to try to get the ship up to speed as, as quick as possible. It doesn't look brand new but looking at it now, sitting in the dock, it's bright, it's lit. There's still a lot of small things that's coming up that need repairing and just faults but not the big stuff all the big things have been working as expected the warp core is completely stable and generating a stable amount of power it's not fluctuating the lights are bright and work all the turbo lifts are working um you know everything that's major there's been no fluctuations in the main stuff in in uh, Medbay there's mm. little things that's you know that sort of go wrong in different sensors in in Medbay that you know sort of have been mm. a bit iffy and they're definitely on the list of things to get so it's a lot more smaller things but all the big stuff now you're like no the ship's working
3: nice okay as soon as all the um all the crew are aboard. I will uh, signal the captain to let him know that the crew is assembled.
0: And five minutes later, he comes on. He's still in his dress uniform.
3: Request his presence on the bridge.
0: So I feel a bit overdressed for this. <laughs> I will change later. We have a mission. And he sits in his chair. Captain's Log, Stardate 41220.5 I was ecstatic to receive my first command. A ship of my own to explore among the stars and a playground as large, diverse and exciting as the Shackleton Expanse. I must confess to have been shocked to find the state of the Pegasus when it was first towed into dock here. Gutted and ready for scrap. A great deal of work has gone into the ship the last few months as the crew began to arrive and were put to work. The station personnel here are very overworked. Being the only hub for the expanse, their duties are many, yet resources in comparison a few. They gave us tremendous help, though, as did the crew of the Imperial Klingon ship Nightmare. For all his gruff exterior, her captain has many qualities of the sailing vessel captains of old. But the work, much of it grunt, heavy lifting, and simpler tasks that have been done without complaint by the Nightmare's crew, and their engineers have an exceptional quality of field repairs which Starfleet could learn from. With the arrival of the last main missing component being a functional warp core, which some of the crew found floating in space while on a long-range comms check, has us almost ready to depart. Lieutenant Alorna has reminded me of the odds of such an event happening and is sceptical of the crew's recollection of events. But she has not pressed the matter. We have a mission. A call for aid has arrived from research station 4357 and we'll be making our way there at best possible speed as soon as final preparations are complete. End Captain's log. Well, Yannick, are all final preparations complete? And Alorna's over at the side with one Vulcan eyebrow raised.
3: Yes, they are, Captain. (laughs) The crew is accounted for, sir. And at at your... uh your command and he looks at the. Out, you can
0: see now like Mr. the view Hunt. screen comes to life and you can see the, the bay and the open the, the bay doors which can be closed are open and he says "A ship in port is safe but that's not what ships are built for risk is our business it's why we are out here 20 years from now you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did so throw off the bowline sail away from the harbour catch the trade winds in our sails explore dream and discover and he walks up to Mr Hunt and he leans in looking at
2: him with a raised eyebrow
0: a lot of people are expecting us and this ship to fail take her out Mr Hunt
2: Roger that sir Hunt will turn back to the con panel I'm trying to remember how fast we're allowed to depart from dock. is it (laughs) one third impulse? it certainly is not (laughs) trust us only
0: in space doc. Well, can
2: we go for And this is the computer
1: being at 100% all the Wasn't there again. a mention
2: of in 20 years time, you don't want to be, you know, you weren't disappointed about the things that you didn't do? <laughs> I regret not <laughs> leaving the dock at full impulse. <laughs> 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 so, what's the standard... I I can't recall it speed I guess given it's the first time we're coming out of dock and everyone's probably watching I'm gonna I so want to roll no uh, we're just gonna do thrusters (laughs) it's resistant (laughs) Do I trust Dice Mate? Do I trust Dice Mate? Do no, I trust Dice I don't Mate? Trust Dice, mate.
1: <laughs> you don't? Well
4: two twenties,
0: boom. Is that oh my potentially
4: gosh. like like campaign ending if he misses this <laughs>
2: no, but,
4: this up? And okay, it does mean doesn't, mean we
2: have, we're spending another three weeks in dock getting further repairs.
4: <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean you're
0: gonna crash either. You know what I mean? It's not gonna be no. like oh he does it so bad he plows into the station doors instead of you know, it doesn't, I it doesn't got
2: all three ones you could or I could rail 320s
4: he forgot to put it in reverse and just goes forward into the, the station
2: I thought we were going forward out of the station you are
4: going forward out of the station yeah alright he puts it in forward
2: <laughs> if we went into reverse okay. yeah I'd consider I thought we would be backing into the station Yeah. so it thrusters out yep so just guiding it out smoothly
0: you are the con how do, how do you do this how does this look how does it look? Yeah, you're doing it. This is your scene. You're the you're the pilot. So how how does this how how does Pegasus leave the the station?
2: Mm, holy crap! Okay, I never even thought about that. All right, Lieutenant Hunt. Lieutenant Commander Hunt. Commander Hunt. <laughs>
1: That's two different <laughs> ranks. What rank so is he like? Quickly.
2: <laughs> Hang on. Am I commander or lieutenant commander? You've got your character sheet.
1: I thought you were a commander. A commander.
0: <laughs> As his fingers hover over the thruster buttons, he contemplates. what yep.
2: He's, um, yep. <laughs> fingers are hovering.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's just having an yep. identity crisis.
2: Uh... I want I want that commendation so I can get promoted.
3: Maybe I have hit my head too much.
2: <laughs> anyway, he's uh, activated the rear thrusters, uh, using guiding thrusters to uh, uh, pull us slightly away from uh, the docking clamps. In saying that, actually, I'm assuming the docking clamps would have been released automatically.
0: Correct. Yeah, correct. Okay. And there's zero-g, like, in the bay. They don't... There's gravity on the station, but straight out into the actual, uh, like, area, of the ship's dock on the interior. They, they they get clamped, but it's to hold them in place. They're not, it's not actually holding their weight. Space holds them there. So, yeah, it's, it, they don't, like... But the clamps do ha- let go, like, before then.
2: Where was it? There was... I'm picturing Ace base station is it oh there we go starbase 364 Narendra so those those little square things on the side of the is that where the ships pull in those little gray squares around the um
0: yeah, I'm gonna to try to find the picture you're looking at so I can
2: starships say. and vessels about halfway up I think oh
0: the now things so probably let me look let me middle
2: it's a big space station
0: yeah because it's the only one for the whole sector from at the moment like there's there's small ones um
2: oh so many feel a posting here is a career ending event correct interesting so what did we do to get in
0: not your captain however he has been like this is what we were built for this is Millions and millions of miles of uncharted and unexplored space. This is what we were here for. He has not seen this as a ending. Um, yeah, Event. he's he's seen this as an opportunity.
4: We also, we also haven't been assigned to the station. Right? No, we're you're assigned, assigned to Pegasus. Pegasus. It's just you come
0: back to Niranda a lot because it's yeah. the only uh, big hub. All
2: right, um, and so it's not nowhere
0: near as big. This is not as big as other stations. There are as bigger stations
2: we're internal i take it uh i like the miranda class okay so we'll pull away from the docking clamps and um uh, i guess the the ship shakes a little bit as the docking clamps release um uh, activate the rear thrusters propelling us uh forward um, and the ship guides, glides smoothly towards the door which is opening up and, um, and Hunt sort of um, lines up the door and does a little bit of a, a left to right wobble as he goes through as more of a, a parting goodbye and the the ship exits the interior of the sh- of the station and glides smoothly out into open space
0: Well done. Set course for
2: Omega Draconis. Do I need to roll for that? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Roger Captain, course laid in.
0: Warp five. Let's not overdo the engines too early.
2: What can this ship do? Seven. Oh warp seven. Okay. So yep, warp. Warp five. Oh, I'm waiting for I was waiting for an engage. (laughs) What you think I'm Picard? <laughs> uh, have you heard a lot about him? <laughs>
1: <Yes>. What
2: <laughs> you should have this guy say like Gideon uh, right. or something. Um you know, that should be his. <laughs> Hunt programs in Warpact Factor Five and um I guess hits the button that says go ship.
0: Let's see what's out there.
2: And we enter bolt space.
0: All right, I'm going to get changed. Mr. Yannick, you have the bridge.
3: Okay. Um, Captain, I'm assuming you're going to want to see us.
0: I don't have a lot of information yet. Uh, We will know more as soon as we get there, but certainly uh, if you want to have your personnel look into the system at least and see what we know about where we're going the Omega Omega Draconis there can be a role and I can give depending on who you're giving it to, if you're giving it to Aura or if you're
3: Uh, Yeah, I will uh, so I will tell the captain that yeah he can go get changed and uh, when it's convenient if, if he wants to summon us to the ready room in the meantime we will look up information on the Mega Draconis system, and then I will turn to Lieutenant Thatcher and ask him to.
4: Alright. And the information I'll see again. what we have in uh, our database. Do I need to roll to
0: see yeah, what we might as well roll. There can be no catastrophic failures with this, and you might get a little bit of momentum.
1: <laughs>
2: Blows the ship
0: out of warp. <laughs> Oh no! I've wiped Starfleet's database.
1: Somehow, I, I don't I know how I did the it.
0: Entire database,
1: and oh. then I tried to. Oh Jesus! Oh, he did.
0: No <laughs> more cutting and pasting. Copy, oh copy gosh. the database. Don't cut it. <laughs> I am sorry, Captain. Yeah. I cut the entire yeah. database from Starfleet, and now no one has anything. They're rebuilding the <laughs> no, database at this moment. It's going to take anything. four years.
1: <laughs> well, you do get a He does with the 20. For the 20? Yeah.
0: But it's not a massive one, right? I mean, so, and it doesn't have to be the that. whole system goes down. Or, that. um, that's what I mean. Complications uh, I mean, can be related, but they don't have to be.
1: And you don't have yes, to get. Yes, you don't, a don't have
0: to be like, banging my head on the thing.
4: Okay, um, I access a completely different file, thinking I'm accessing the Dracona one, um, and I get information on a completely different group of planets or system.
3: Um, did you... no, I guess there's really nothing you can do to to help that, there's going to be a complication anyway, but I was wondering if you had like... Um...
4: Probably... Anything
3: that could add a third die...
4: Um, well, I have focuses. To that roll. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, you get one from the ship.
3: Yeah, yeah, but you need to pass one first, right?
4: Oh, yeah.
0: To use you get one from the ship. The ship is a... assist. The, the ship or equipment is always assisting
3: you. Yeah, that's true. You'd get one from okay. the
1: ship. Okay. Although that will not remove the complication.
0: <laughs> so you'll have to... If you succeed, you'll have to change the complication.
1: Okay. Is that a success? It is.
0: Okay, so you'll have to change your complication.
4: Okay. Okay. So... Um... I get a little bit of information. Or... Is one success enough to get all the information?
0: No, but I can give you some stuff.
4: Okay. So I get some stuff. And... Um... Maybe I look at multiple, like, systems in the area and not uh, realize which ones go with which planets. Okay. So I'll have the information about Draconis, but I'll also have information that's not relevant. Okay.
0: So you're going to have to spend the time getting there, sorting through and working out what was correct and what
3: wasn't. Okay, then I'll uh, I'll talk to uh, Lieutenant Tuan and uh, say, Doctor, could you coordinate with with Lieutenant Thatcher uh, to find out anything you can about the sentient life forms in the in the Omega Draconis sector? Um, just to
1: uh, see yes, if Exo. Did you want me to look into that here? Of. Yes.
3: Uh, I'm assuming you're in the. I'm assuming you're in the uh, sick bay, right? Ah. Okay. So I'm just. I'm just asking you to to communicate with him. All right. We'll do. So that you guys are talking together, um, and and I'm asking you to look up whatever whatever you can from a medical standpoint on. Understood. The beings of the Omega Trachonus. I
1: sector. will do so. Thank you, E X O. And I guess I will look up anything about life forms. Okay. Which is, sorry, reason science or what?
0: Yeah, reason science. Um, it can be reason medicine if we sort of encase in- in medicine as.
1: It's the same for me either way, so. <laughs> <sighs> that is one success.
0: I mean, I'm assuming Hunt is maintaining the flight, monitoring mm-hmm. the flight systems. I mean, once you're in warp, it's more monitoring. It's just making sure everything's safe. And
3: um, I'm going to contact um, whomever is the quartermaster and find out about what what do we have on board for you know for landing gear or for la- for landing gear for landing party you know equipment.
0: They said, uh, as these come up, make them and then create a roster oh, of your okay. crew of then recur- you got recurring NPCs instead of just
3: instead of just an endless supply of red shirts.
0: <laughs> so, someone roll me in odds or evens, and or just decide is the quartermaster male or female?
3: I make it female.
0: Okay, because okay. I don't want to change it, like you know. Later on, by just going, oh, actually, we'll do the Seven um, Seaway. And what race is she?
3: I, I don't know about you guys. I was kind of thinking a Vulcan female quartermaster who is like an unbelievable stickler for the rules. Just, just, just so we
2: can have a little bit of fun <laughs> with it, right? You need form Another Vulcan. 379 <laughs> signed
3: in triplicate no, The whole no, ship's um. just
2: made up of Vulcans. <laughs> no, no, just <laughs> <laughs> Sure. But I mean well. what, or whatever, career career en- or, ending
3: ones or maker actually or a, a, Klingon Klingon <laughs> would, a Klingon would Klingon
1: uh, oh,
2: would be Oh No, no.
3: But just I was thinking of someone that would be like unbelievable stickler for the rules and that's why my head went to Vulcan immediately, right? But but whatever, whatever yeah, race. Sir.
0: Okay, no, that's I'm fine with that and she she says my, my stores are fully stocked with all required by the book Starfleet equipment for away missions I am more than happy to release such gear if you can provide adequate reason for its usage
3: okay your response is adequate uh, whatever her rank is Ensign I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: her, as a quartermaster probably a lieutenant or lieutenant commander
1: <laughs> the ships all lieutenants. Well, anyone who's envelopes. in
0: a position like a like that would have to be officer. Yeah. And then her staff yes. would be a mixture of lower ranks. Like you'd have a couple of nurses, and they might be ensigns.
1: Yep.
4: Would there be uh, like helper scientists as yeah. well?
0: There's um, there is one which I made up, Alorna. Um, but yeah, there'd be there'd be a, a few that would make up the science team too because you, you've got to be on shifts right there's actually a day and night shift which is really interesting and what's funny at least i found it funny when i read it um the night shift goes to low lighting huh. it's to give the the inhabitants of the ship an a, a, a like a, a day night cycle
3: how very human
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> so the day, everything's bright. Everything's like at full. Um, and obviously red alert and stuff like that, everything would come to to thing. But for the night shift, well, what's considered the night shift? Um, yeah, the hallway lights are, are, are like dimmed. The bridge lights are dimmed. And I thought that that was an interesting thing is to give a day night cycle.
3: Okay. And then I would also contact um is going to be running the transporter to make sure transporter is functioning within acceptable limits
0: and do you want a dedicated transporter chief or just rotating
4: engineering staff
3: maybe we'll do rotating
4: there probably isn't a whole lot of extra Yeah, available we're only, staff. I think
3: the whole ship's 85 right
0: yeah something, something like that yeah you're not a big ship you're not huge by any stretch of the imagination mm-hmm. and transporter reports back everything's in the green commander
3: okay excellent so I think we are ready um, yeah lieutenant thatcher can verify that the sensor arrays is, is functioning properly um, not that you can do a whole lot when you're traveling at warp but I mean I'm assuming that would have been verified prior to uh, departing
4: it it all looks good on this end
3: okay so I guess at that point we're maybe we'll go to the to the ready room to await the captain so I will contact uh, Lieutenant Tuan and um, pass the pass the con on to whomever is the other pilot and have hunt to one Thatcher join myself in the ready room and then we wait for the captain.
0: Okay, so they're researching for a couple of hours. He returns in his regular Starfleet uniform.
2: <laughs> Was it the XO wanted me in the ready room? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that, uh, like, you see...
0: Oh yeah, as soon as you stand up the door opens... <laughs> Someone comes out of the turbo lift and just—it's like they just out the turbo Yeah, they
3: just—I've
0: seen it. They come out of the turbo wow. lift sometimes. It's like, yeah. and, oh, all right, I'm gonna. <laughs> Data just walks oh, away. And, oh, all right, I'm gonna yeah. fly. <laughs> uh
2: huh.
1: Oh, perfect. Where are Good you timing. from? I'm catering. Oh. <laughs> 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 but I, hey, I figured <laughs> I could do this too.
0: But yeah, soon there's, there's, there's some always uh, you know someone else that can. Take over the, the, the every station. They they always do that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll have the odd guy. You know, maybe it senses and you're going, Captain, I'm picking up a, a a bizarre signal coming from sector blah blah blah. And then I go, they'll walk over, and he just walks away. It's <laughs> like, w- w- wow,
0: my work is done.
2: My work <laughs> is done. All I had to do was just let the captain know. Uh, it's like, well, no. You would think, well, tell me more, you know. Nope. Captain has to do it. Anyway.
0: How's the ship looking, Exo?
3: All systems appear to be functioning properly, Captain.
0: Excellent. I was a little bit worried. We might have had some system problems. She's not been out for a long time.
3: No, I think the addition of the... uh greater capacity warp core is so far accomplishing
2: anything we have asked of it
0: how she feel Mr Hunt?
2: she feels smooth but I would like to take her through her paces obviously um. I guess baby steps at this stage
0: I'm sure you will get your wish
2: well hopefully so although it's my understanding that this this thing has a maximum warp seven
0: that is correct which i believe is faster than the original but certainly not as fast as our more modern vessels
3: yes i will pipe in at that point and say the original uh, version of this ship was capable of warp 5.06 maximum speed
0: so we're actually substantially faster which i think will come in handy since from memory warps are cubed so warp 1 is 1 times 1 times 1 2 is 2 times 2 times 2 3 is 3 times 3 so so from 5 to 7 is actually so a significant exponentially jump
2: exponentially more of, um, more effective at-
0: so although it's only like or 5 is only like 5 to 7 but yeah 7 is now 7 times 7 times 7 so it's actually times the speed of light so yeah it's actually a lot faster
2: hey warp is Light speed is it?
0: I believe so. Yeah. So warp one is one times the speed of light, and then from there it goes. Yeah.
2: I was wondering how they came warp ten, being going back in time. <laughs> I'm mean, two up with that theory. Yeah. That seems like an arbitrary number just chosen out of mid air.
0: I think so. Well, I mean, by I think the problem there was that might have been well they've got they've gone back in time right, way back in the original series so they were warp 10 for what enterprise i think the original enterprise was doing was not was was way higher than what she did so i think that that idea was um oh yeah we're not going to be doing warp 10 you know what i mean like that's a number we can't realistically obtain because of the limitation if we do we go back in time or sort of thing you know what i mean
2: yeah you'll end up with like dragon ball z where you have power level ten thousand. yes the the next series they're they're up to like 2 billion so i think that was their original
0: thinking but then by next gen they were sort of like well we've got to get faster technology would get better so i think like voyager can do 9.86 and i think they went to the eight like like what you said with the um heating thing don't go 100 percent because then yeah, you know you go 99 and you don't go back in time
2: well they mentioned in star trek you know uh in next gen and they're like Picard's like how long can we maintain warp nine uh you know we might be able to do it for five hours but yeah. After that, we're sort of cooking the engine, right? So to speak, um, right. Was the gen- general gist that I got, and they were and they were doing that to pursue the Borg.
0: Yes, yes. So we're going to be doing the same. There's a lot of conflicting information at times. Different writers, and I think they don't always look back to stuff that's come before. And as I showed you, like you found one thing with transporters that that Frankie transporting through shields. We know you're not meant to be able to do that. Um, in ours, I don't like. I don't like they did that at all. I think that was a bit.
2: Seems to happen quite a bit, actually.
0: Yeah, the breaking of rules. So we're gonna tr- yeah. we're gonna try to set our own baseline. When a rule makes perfect sense in the series, we're gonna keep it. When it breaks it in a way that we don't like, we're gonna redo it. And I know that um, not every listener might be happy with that, but we- we've got to create a baseline for ourselves in in some area.
2: Well, we can't just, you know, go on a mission. Yeah. Then, oh, I'm on a friendly ship. I can just teleport back home to my ship safely, you know, because they obviously have the c- capabilities to transport through shields. Well, do they? Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's our understanding that you you can't transport through shields. Yeah, exactly. And we can't communicate while being transported.
0: Right. Until Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Until Wrath. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good acting, wrong time. <laughs> well, you, should, you, you would have thought someone in production would have went, "Okay, this can't be done. We'll have to put this conversation after they transport."
0: But it's, in, yeah, I w- it's sort of interesting.
2: I wonder if that happened. If they looked at it, and went, "You know, this can't actually happen." Bagger. No, I,
0: what I think happened. This is, and I'm guessing, right? But I'm wondering if they were like the movie's long as it is, we need to cut seconds, you know, even seconds. Seconds will become minutes if we can cut seconds in different shots. And I'm wondering if they warped, they warped, if they teleported onto the pads and then continued the conversation. Time. And they went, no, no, let's get rid of the the transport bit, which was 15 seconds. Yeah. And then do the transport effect bring them on while they're having the conversation? We say 15 seconds there. Yep. So then we get a new rule break where they're having the conversation while they were in tele- while they were teleported. They were continuing the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I don't know if that ever happened again, but Wrath <laughs> of Khan definitely broke that rule. But yeah, we're going to try to find our own baseline for stuff um, because, I mean, as it is, I have to spend threat enough to make plot things happen, and I don't always like doing that, but it's. The threat's there to spend... Not to annoy you... But to try to make an adventure. And what I mean is... Like when I go... Now you said before... Well the the, the Klingons... They could beam us through the storm. Well you had a runabout power... For energizing. Klingon Cruiser... Had a Klingon Cruiser's amount of power for energizing. So they had... Mm. Um... A bit more at their disposal, but the i but that's the thing, right? So when I go, you go. Let's just teleport down, and I go. Um, I'm going to spend threat. Uh, there's atmospherics that don't allow that. That's not to annoy you. It's because I'm having to create, which is what the adventure is telling me to do. Because obviously, if you go, oh, we can just save the scientists. Let's just beam them up. Yay! Let's go home you know there's no adventure there so you have to create an obstacle so the first one is you can't beam the scientists off the planet you can't teleport it's too there's there's no way it's too dangerous and i know a lot of times people go oh that's contrived yeah it is but watch watch the series sorry they do it there too there's a lot of times they go let's just beam them up we can't we need one of them they needed to put those and they did it in Star, star trek online too they put those uh on the planet they have to make like they make like a pad it's like they put mm-hmm. down three of these extra energy things that make like a triangle and it boosts the power because it, it's like a centering zone on the planet so there's a lot of that stuff that goes on it's not it's not brilliant you know and I fully accept that there's times you're going to go oh that would you know really we're going to do it this way yep but if you that's to stop
1: that just like, killing the, it's
0: that. to stop that complaint that we had with d and I'm just going to cast that spell and I, I remove this entire part of the adventure
2: mm.
0: and there's nothing I can really do about it in D&D that's, that's remotely mechanical, I'm, you know, that I can create stuff but it's always a, a hack, threats there for me to spend to make things happen, so yeah when that happens, it's not me I'm never doing it to, to be, create an obstacle to be annoying it's to create an adventure. Okay, we've got to go down on the planet and deal with this, not just, psst, hey. Mm. Like the TV episode, we can't beam down, we'll have to take the shuttle. There's a problem, there's another problem, you've got to overcome it, and then you get an adventure by the end of it. So that's that's mm. the idea of threat. So yeah, there's going to be times you're going to go, but this would have been so easy if we could, but that's the point, right? The moment you go, this would be so easy, now you know why it's not It's not being allowed. You know what I mean? hmm but yes we'll try to find our own baseline with stuff because there's a lot a lot of series every series did things different we never had medical holograms until Voyager you know and then they became reasonably standard which is fine that one I didn't hate but I mean that you know so each new series adds stuff that becomes canon technically for a lot of the previous ones too so we will muddy our way through all the contradictions that have happened
1: (laughs) yep yep it'll work
0: The Voyages of the USS Pegasus utilises the excellent Official Rules Star Trek Adventures released by Mephidious Games. Featuring Emily as Lieutenant Kel, Shadow as Lieutenant Aura, Raven Insane as Commander Hunt, Ken as Commander Yannick, and Ghost as the GM. Many of the sounds come from Sirenscape, an excellent app for bringing more life to your gaming table. You can find us at critfail.com.